what's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag boss Lee or the people's mentor. And this is episode 265 of the show on building influence. This episode is a bunch of different steps that you can take if you want to build the next level of your business. Obviously, influence is needed if you want to build a, ba- a brand. Obviously, influence is needed if you want to build a giant network. Obviously, influence is needed if you want to build a large business. And so this is an episode for you to definitely listen to if you want to take your business to that next level. If you get value out of this, all I ask you to do is make sure you subscribe to the show, leave a five-star review, and make sure you screenshot, put in your story, and tell some friends. I appreciate it so much when you guys do that. That is your entry fee for this podcast. Do not listen to this podcast ever again without telling friends about it, because that is rude, and you do not pay your ticket price of entry. I'm just kidding. But you know there are no advertisements on this podcast, and so it helps me a lot, me helping you. I love you guys so much. Today's reviewer of the show is Gypsy Lion 13 Keep in mind that on Mondays, I always do a giveaway for cash. So today is Thursday, so make sure you stay tuned for Monday's reviewer of the show. Get your five-star reviews in. Your energy is contagious. Five stars. I enjoy listening to you speak and share. Your energy is so contagious and received beautifully. I'm grateful for the amazing content you are sharing, and I love learning from you. Your belief in people and the compassion and empathy you share is radiant. Oh, it's so nice. I love it. That was so, so nice. Thank you so, so much. So, so much. I love it. I love it. I love it. And if you want me to train your teams, whether it's network marketing, traditional business, real estate, etc., whatever, and you can get at least 30 people on a call live, all you need to do is email askjessielee at gmail.com, A-S-K, Jesse Lee, like my name, at gmail.com, and we will set up a training for 20 minutes for free with you and your team on any topic you want. I love you guys, and I appreciate you guys. Hope you love episode 265 of The People's Mentor. Bye! The only number I want you to pay attention to on TikTok is 1,000 followers, and that is simply for the ability to go live. But the amount of impact and value you are adding to the world is not dictated by the amount of followers you have on Instagram. It's just not And I know we can get caught up in the obsession of that, but that's not actual influence. If you can't move people into action by the words you say, it's not influence. If you can't go live and say, follow, drop info, DM me, and nothing happens, and you have a bunch of people watching, it's not influence. That's when it starts to be like character, characters on the internet, right? Like I want you to think of the big, any big name. You know, there's a lot of people with millions of followers and it's crickets in their bank account, right? They're, they're, people are watching them because it's a spectacle. They're watching them because it's a show. They're not watching them because they're being empowered or moved to do anything. And so I say that for those of you who are so caught up in the followers, you're so caught up in the likes, that's not actual influence. And so that was a conversation I had with Sydney maybe like two weeks ago. She's like, I think you need to say that on more calls because I think people are getting a little almost obsessed with making sure they have followers, but that's not the actual influence, okay? And so influence, uh, you know, I I like to kind of think of it in another way too. It's almost like, have you seen that movie where um, it's the Mark Zuckerberg movie? I don't remember what it's called. And they're talking about how Facebook was made. And it's almost like you would watch the character playing Mark Zuckerberg and it was almost like he was a puppeteer. I, I watched it like a decade ago, so I don't remember. But it was like, it was almost at a point where you're like, oh my gosh, that person can make anybody do anything. And I don't mean this in a manipulative, crazy, psychotic way. I mean this in like, in a way of almost, I want you to think of the difference between alpha and beta. Okay. And when I think about alpha, 
I want you to actually think of it from a perspective that might be a little strange, might be a little odd. When I say alpha, it's not being the person who has to do everything. An alpha doesn't have to do everything. An alpha can actually delegate. Betas are the ones that do everything. That one kind of hurts things for some of us, right? That's not alpha, right? Mark Zuckerberg has ran his company by delegation. Mark Zuckerberg has ran his gigantic organization by saying, you do this, you do this, please do this. Can you do that? Not even like you do this, but more like it would be a great idea if you could da 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 That's influence. It would be a great idea if you could have fat loss, muscle preservation, sleep, skin, mood, focus, energy, and digestion, yeah? Maybe you should grab one of these trial packs. When you can say something so casual like that and it moves people into action, it's influence. And so it's almost like when you have people, for a lack of a better word, and not, again, I don't want this to sound manipulative because it's not meant to be, almost under a spell, right? And so can that influence be earned? I would say, learned, I would say yes. You can teach influence and you can learn influence. Influence is the opposite of force, right? Like, have you ever had a, um, like a boss or a leader who it's almost like they, they ruled with an iron fist? Like, I don't know, put that in the chat if you've ever had somebody that like, you almost were so scared that you were going to step all over their toes and, and whatever. You're like, oh gosh, uh, okay, right. It doesn't feel good. So if you feel threatened in your job, right? Um, I don't think you move with inspired action. If you feel threatened by your leader, I don't think you show up on a Zoom like this or any Zooms, right? Uh, If nothing else, I remember when I hated my job, my last job I had nine years ago, and it was like I was walking on eggshells because it was a forceful leader, and it was like I was walking back to my desk all the time, basically dragging my feet. Have you been there before? Where you're like in subtle protest, you're like, ugh, ugh. Because write this down, this is really important. Intimidation and coercion, like coercing somebody to do something, it only works in the short term. Influence is what lasts. And so that's why if you look at my business as influence obviously grows, which is why I'm gonna talk about this, I for years now have been able to convince people or have people, I don't know about convince really, but have so many people follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me, follow me, because the influence is what actually lasts. And so um, I'm gonna take a drink of water really fast. Influence is a skill that can be learned, okay? The first thing is I need us to get clear on our outcome, okay? Get clear on our outcomes. This is a Zig Ziglar quote. You can't hit a target you cannot see. And you cannot see a target you do not have. You can't hit a target you cannot see. And you cannot see a target you do not have. What is your outcome? Okay? What is it exactly you want your followers, your fans, your Lehivers, your whatever, right, to do? Now, this might seem obvious, but most people kind of walk right over it. Like, have you ever, uh, I'm trying to think of an example. It's like love languages. Have you ever been in a relationship with somebody where somebody is complaining about how much you work all the time, right? You work all the time, you work all the time, you work all the time. It seems obvious, but what they're actually probably trying to say is like, I need more time, love me more. They're not actually telling you that you're working too much. 
<laughs> right? Or like if you've ever argued with something, somebody about how they spend their money, like why are you always going to Starbucks? That's $5. Maybe what they actually want is to feel a sense of security that comes from having some money stashed away, but they're not saying that, right? So my point being, when we are trying to influence Quality time is my lowest, that's true. When, when we try to influence situations all day, every day, when you accidentally get uh, what you want or you wonder why you're still unhappy, have you ever thought that maybe what you really want instead of making more money or hitting rank six or hitting rank seven, eight, nine, ten, legend, maybe what you really want is you want to be able to vacation with your family. Maybe what you really want is you want to influence people to do something so that you are able to uh, put your kid in a different school. So it's making sense, right? So everything we do in life, it comes down to some kind of of feeling, right? Security, excitement, um, happiness, love, whatever. So if you start with how you want to feel, write that down. If you start with what you want to feel, the influence will turn on, Um uh, okay. Uh, Hey Molly, by the way, you can also go in on every post and, uh, comment back to every single one of the things, especially the ones who say info, just mention that you're going to like say DM me or you can DM them or whatever. Same thing. Thank you. Okay. Sorry about that guys. A little bit TikTok mayhem over here. We are drowning. We are actually in a sea of TikTok. Okay. Okay, the next thing if you want to gain more influence now that you know what you are probably uh, probably trying to, um, to accomplish is listen more, okay? Change happens by listening, right? Change happens by listening. So after you know what it is that you want, I want you to slow down because you're not going to get what you want when it comes to influencing people with a bulldozer approach, And I say that to us because I know sometimes we come from a place where we get a little bit aggressive on our follow-up. We get a little aggressive in our scripting. We get aggressive on the posts we make. Uh, There was a lead. She messaged me the other day. I was like minorly horrified because it it was a... very large leader on our team. And I read some of the things that she was, oh my God, it was not good. She's like, I will not join her. I said, why not? She goes, she screamed at me. And she said, if I don't buy an MVP pack right now, that, uh, then I don't want it. Clearly I don't want it. And I went, oh my, right? So, uh, it made me be like, oh, like I like people's eyeballs right now. Yeah. And I can't tell, I, it'll be, uh, you know, it, it was, it was not good. And I thought to myself, that's like a very toddler way to run our business. That's not influence, right? That's like stomping your feet and thrashing and screaming, you know, like, I don't know if you've ever watched me. I don't know if she's on here. Uh, yeah, she is. Of course. I don't know if you've ever watched me like parent Madeline, my goddaughter, right? When she acts a dang on fool, I look at her like, is it? Oh, I literally say to her, is this supposed to get my attention, Madeline? Because there's some, there's better ways to go about this. Why don't we try using our words? She's a toddler, you know, she's a toddler. But how many of us are being toddlers in our business screaming for shiny objects? We have commission breath like, (sighs) buy the MVP pack, (sighs) 
right? That is not influence, right? They're, they're bu- like the toddlers. Some of you have toddlers that you let bully, bu- you, they, they bully you into doing things, right? How does that feel? I'm going to guess it doesn't feel very good. So maybe it's more like asking direct questions like, sure. Um, well, what questions can I answer for you to get you started? Isn't that one of our scripts? Yes. Okay. Uh, what about, um, would you like me to send you trial pricing? Would you like me to help walk you through the website? Right? Questions like this. What are your goals? What are you working on? How can I help you? What do you need? Because when you listen, people feel seen and heard. There's a reason I love live videos. Maybe you, maybe you don't understand why I love live videos so much. I love live videos so much because I can have a conversation with you. Okay? People know that they're heard when they write a question and I respond to it. People know that they're heard when I say, oh, hey, Jen. Hey, Alicia. Hey, Crystal. What's going on, Alita? Hey, Alberto. How are you? What's up, Nita? What's going on, sister? Hey, Melissa. Hey, Kristen. Hey, Lizzie. Hey, Denny. Hey, Deb. Hey, Francesca. Hey, Enrico. Like, people know. They feel heard. They feel seen. So let's do that. Let's listen more. When you also listen more, it allows you to find out what people actually want. You know what I realized? People want to know more often that we're not, most of us aren't keto. If you are not keto, will you put no in the chat? I'm just curious. Like if you are not keto, if you eat carbohydrates, okay? If you are not measuring, if you not low carb, if you are not keto, like look at this. Are you kidding me? Okay. So I, come on then. So if we're, if we're not keto over here, didn't, did you ever think that if we have a team full of people that are not keto, that maybe if we would listen to that, Maybe a lot of people are in that same boat and we need to, we need to influence based off of reality. Mm. Mm. Okay then, right? Interesting. All right, next part of influence is get really good at telling stories. So telling stories and collecting stories, okay? Telling stories and collecting stories. If you haven't already gotten to know some of the people that are on this call and DM'd people you that were total strangers six weeks ago so you can find out what their story is, shame on you. Because if you haven't already realized this, human species think in metaphors. We think in metaphors. And we learn through stories. It's very difficult sometimes to be spoken to and it's just like, do this, do this, do this, do this. How many of you that's not your learning style? How many of you love when I give an example? right? How many of you love that? You're like, oh my gosh. Okay. Now I understand. Okay. So if that's how everyone in the chat is saying, oh yeah, that's me. Then why do we go down a list of like, boom, 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 do this, do this, do this, do this. There's a reason when I, when I frame trainings, I start off and I tell you why we need this. You don't even realize I'm doing it. So I'm just going to tell you, I, I, I don't start the training. What might seem slowly, to like warm myself up. I stay ready, okay? So I don't have to get ready, all right? I tell you about the TikTok success or I tell you about the Trent Shelton story. I tell you these things because you're going to remember them. It validates what I'm about to say and it makes you go, okay, what are the exact things that need to happen? Does that make sense? That's why I tell stories because you'll remember that. You might forget this entire training. You're going to go, she started the training though. She said, we have to get three recruits by the end of the month. And she said that blah, 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 like whatever. You'll remember that. You'll go recruit people by saying, do you know what Trent Shelton said about our team? Like, because it's a story. It's going to stick in your head. It's going to stick in your heart, period. Like you guys love when I come on and I'm like, well, y'all, you should have seen what Jenny, Brittany, and I had to deal with this weekend. 
okay, in Vegas. You want to know what team everyone in network marketing wants to be on? Hello, here we are. Welcome home. We were on a call just yesterday and like, God bless it. But uh, it got to the point, Bryson was like, is this why Prince doesn't like filming on Wednesdays? I said, what are you talking about? He said, that whole call is Jesse Lee said, do this. Jesse Lee said, do that. Jesse Lee said, do this. Jesse Lee said, do that. Jesse Lee, da, da, da. he's like, hey, that call is annoying. I said, I mean, I just think it's kind of funny. <laughs> like, I, it's important to know you're in the right place. Wouldn't you say? It makes you edify our own organization repeatedly. Okay. All right, so we got to tell stories. So there's a reason. Now, this is not a political conversation, but it's going to be a political conversation for a second. There's a reason why people do mudslinging in politics, okay? It sways elections. If you say that one candidate must have Alzheimer's, here's an example, and you tell a story around it, it actually makes people listen. If you tell another story about another candidate is a womanizer who grabs women and hates, hates everybody or is a narcissist and whatever else, and then gives examples. Well, it sways the vote. There's a reason they don't say, well, he's a lovely man. He took a million dollars and turned it into billions. He could be great for the economy. They're never going to say that. Never. They're not going to talk about empathetic leaders. You are never going to hear the other party talk about Joe Biden's empathetic leadership. Are you kidding me? That is not going to work. The influence is inside of the stories, okay? The influence is inside of the stories. Nobody cares about logic, have you noticed? Nobody cares about statistics, have you noticed? Nobody cares about facts. It, they, they don't move people. We think we are rational animals. We're not. Emotion puts fire in your bones. Emotion. Why do you think the Black Lives Matter movement, I'm not talking politics again, people. I'm saying people with black skin matter. I'm going to say it till the end of the times, okay? What I'm saying is that people didn't seem to care until there were stories and 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 stories. And you're like, oh my God, something is not right in this country. You'd seen the statistics. We'd seen them. We know about gun violence. We've heard about it on the news. We know gangs are bad. We know la, la, la. Then you actually heard the stories and you saw the stories. Didn't it become different? Yeah. That's influence. Stories allow influence to shift. Right? So... Stories create emotion. Emotions lead to action. Write that down. So we need to tell more stories. We need to tell more stories that create emotion. We need to create more emotions that lead to actions, right? We as humans need to hear stories and we need to tell stories. I'll give you another example because why not? Okay, how many of you This is, again, not political. Seems like the conversation today. (laughs) Okay, so this one's about COVID. Okay? If the CDC or whoever it is sends out a statistic and says, 
9.9 billion people dead. I don't know the numbers, so this is all fake, okay? One billion people die from coronavirus, right? Uh, uh, so you should wear a mask, okay? Six billion people died, so you should wear a mask. Last time I checked, I go out in Texas, and by golly, ain't nobody wearing masks nowhere, no how. But what if they would have told stories? Hmm? I'm going to guess most of you, if you're somebody who wears a mask all the time, maybe it's because you heard a story of like, hey, yesterday a, a three-month-old baby girl died from the virus, right? Or, um, uh, you know, the grieving parents are just asking you to please wear a mask, right? It's different. It's different when you see the stories of the elderly in homes and they can't even touch their family, Please wear a mask. It's different. It's very different than you have to wear a mask. It is Texas law. And then we like hang it off our faces like this, you know, like, okay, I'm protected from the virus. Okay. Think about it. They want to influence people to do something. What if they told the stories instead of just giving us numbers? So think about your business. Tell the stories. They speak directly to each of us. In our hearts, it speaks to our compassion. It speaks to our own enthusiasm. It speaks to our own inspiration in the way that hard facts can't. Learn how to tell stories. Write that down. Just keep practicing. Practice telling stories. Practice telling stories. Practice telling stories. The call last night, the steak and sizzle or whatever the heck it's called, the question and answer that Jenny and I ran, for the last seven minutes of the call, I was rambling through some champ stories. I couldn't even get through all of them. There were so many people on the call. I'm like, this to this, this to this. Here's her story. Here's her story. It's so powerful. It's way more powerful than just saying, oh, 118 people earned cars. Cool. Tell me who. Tell me what. Tell me where they came from. I, I, I had to end at M. I didn't even get to the N's. And, and O's, the P's, the Q's, the R's, the S's, the T's, the U's, the V's, any of them, right? Jenny cut me off. I couldn't even get to Shauna. I bet she was on there. She stays on, right? I couldn't even get to the S's. I couldn't even get to Stephanie Holbin. I, I, I couldn't even get, yeah, what the heck? Couldn't even get to the S's. You know what I mean? But those stories were moving people. You want to move more people, go on, your, go on and tell lives and, and tell stories. Absolutely. All right, the next thing. This is, this is inspired by John Maxwell. You know that I, I love John Maxwell. He says, leadership is influence. Nothing more, nothing less. It's one of my favorite quotes. Leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. John Maxwell. So are you more likely to cooperate if a doctor tells you, here, take this medicine, or if a stranger does? No one in the chat has an, there we go, thank you. A doctor, right? Okay, okay, how about this? Would you be more likely to move out of the fast lane on the highway if there's a smart car behind you going, mm, or if there's a police car with its flashing freaking lights behind you? <laughs> I'm out of there, skirt, right? Like, I'm sorry, that's authoritative, okay? I'm out of here, don't pull me over, okay? We are much more likely to comply with somebody that we perceive as an authority. And you don't need to wear a uniform to influence others, okay? 
So I will tell you, here's an example of something I do. I could book all of my stuff. I could be the one, this goes back to alpha beta. I could be the one who books all of these 20 minute trainings I do for other teams. Okay. They email me. I could be the one to email back and do the whole thing. There is a different level that shows up on the calls when I have my assistant do it. And listen to me, brothers and sisters, you might not have an assistant. Uh, why don't you just say, I'm going to forward this to my assistant. And do it yourself, you ding-dings. Come on, man. Yeah, her name, yeah, whatever. Make a little fun name. Her name is Ana Maria. My assistant, Paolo, is going to help you next. Oh, sure, my friend Rita is going to assist you further. Okay, look, let me tell you something. It makes it seem like it's coming from an authority. So when people, now it really is my assistant who's handling it. I'm just telling you, I was like running in circles with some of these people, trying to get them to hammer down a time that I could train their team for free. This sounds absurd, right? As soon as I said, sending it over to my assistant and my assistant responds back with, this is what you have to do. Fill this out or you don't get Jesse Lee's time. 20 minutes, need a topic, have 30 people, she'll turn off the live if you don't. Blah, 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 blah. Here's the rules. Here's the way it works. I don't know, man. Everything changed. I'm not having 30 people show up on these trainings. I'm having hundreds, hundreds of people showing up to get trained. And they are on time. And they are organized. And they are, they are prepared. She even put a line in there that's like, you need to let, she, she will mention her podcast at some point on your training call. <laughs> are you serious? Because it's coming from an authority. So why don't you do the same things? You could do something like that. Another way to have authority is what if you showcase more testimonials on your wall? Something I need to get better at. I need to post more leader stories on my actual wall because we build leaders like crazy over here. I need to show off more leaders, prove it to people, right? Crazy. That's a great way to, 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 to gain authority. Or what if you, um, if you have trophies? You know, what if you did lives in front of them? If you've got awards, what if you did lives in front of them? right? So, I mean, even if you're like, I don't have any of that stuff. What if you projected authority by how you dress? Don't dress. I mean, great example, Jesse Lee. Did you even shower today? No, no, I didn't yet. Thank you. Haven't even I still got sticky stuff on my eye from, from last night's makeup. Nope. Uh, nope, nope. I, I, nope. I brushed my teeth. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm making my way in the world today. Okay. It's only one o'clock. All right. So no, I haven't, I don't have pants on yet. You know, it's, you, you don't need to know these things, but now, you know, all right. So I mean, I'm just telling you, I still show up and I speak with authority. Okay. So you can do the same thing. You can do the same thing. You can show up on those lives with the authority, with the confidence. Last night, I was like, oh, God. And uh, I said, Bryson, pass me a red lipstick. I look terrible. I look terrible right now. He passed me a red lipstick. I said, oh, now we own. All right, here we go. Authoritative. All right, the next thing, if you want to be more influential, is we need... So, <laughs> I love you guys. Some of you are a little rough around the edges. We need to be more likable, Okay. The law of likability. I don't know if that's a real thing, but I'm going to say probably like a John Maxwell law, law of likability, okay? The people who are likable, it is so much easier for them to cultivate influence. 
Like when somebody wants to be your friend, if they're like, you're funny. If they're like, you have a good personality. If they're like, you're positive. I want to be around you more. It's very, it's much easier to cultivate influence, right? Like it, it makes you want to be around them. We like people who are like us. Right? We like being around magnetic people who make us feel good, who don't make us feel judged, who make us feel like we're where we're supposed to be. Like, have you ever found yourself saying about like, like a stranger? Maybe you meet somebody, or I'll give you an example. Uh, what is her name? Okay, I remember her name. So, do y'all know who Oprah is? I would assume so. That's not the person whose name I forgot, by the way. Okay. All right, because y'all were laughing at me, like, uh, she forgot Oprah. No, no, no. Okay. So Oprah, who was amazing when I saw Oprah on tour, and Jenny was with me, so she'll probably remember, I really like Tracy Ross Ellis now. I don't know if you know who she is. She's like a comedian, an actress. Uh, She owns her own hairline, super successful. She sings as well. Didn't know that, but now I know that. She's a TV star, I guess. She's Diana Ross's daughter. Yes, that's also true. Um, I got to tell you, I've never met her a day in my life. I still haven't consumed anything of hers outside of Oprah. I like her. She got on stage. She had these high heels on. She took them off because her feet started hurting. (laughs) She laid out on a chair, got nervous with us, like got on a couch, seemed very real. She was funny. She was likable. She was magnetic from the front of a stage. We were all the way in the back up in a suite. I was like, I like this person. I like this person. And so most of us, we just need to be more likable. We need to smile more. You know, we need to give people compliments. One of the assignments Eric had us do this weekend when he was training on some of this stuff in general, um, well, he wasn't training on this, but he was saying, uh, we went on a break and he said, your job is to compliment every single person that you have a conversation with for the rest of the day. And if you don't, you owe the person 20 bucks. Like if you're having a conversation, you don't give them a compliment. What if every time you walked past somebody, you had to compliment them or else you had to give them $20? Do you think you would figure out a compliment? A genuine compliment too, not a weird one. You know, like you need to sometimes become more likable in the eyes of people, right? Pay people compliments that are genuine and sincere, right? Um, Small talk, people like it. Don't know why, they really do. People that are effective, they, they ask a lot of questions about you. They ask about your kids, your job interests to find commonalities. It's not just empty banter, right? And there's a reason why I do tea time. I do tea time because I think I was becoming about a year ago, just like this hard hitting businesswoman, like the woman who knows all the things about building business, building business, building business. And I was losing the likability only not in DMS or anything, but people were like, she's like a robot, which now they're like, she's a robot because of my work ethic, which will never change. But they're, but they're not as intimidated. They like me more because they see the funny stuff. They ask, they ask random questions. They ask, how are the dogs? They ask, you know, what, what are you reading? They ask, uh, you know, what's something, what are, what are your plans for today? They ask all kinds of random stuff. And it's creating more likability, which is building the business. And then you end up getting, quote unquote, influence over more people. Because more people then feel like they actually know you. Then you don't just become the business guru. Then you don't just become the keto guru. Then you don't just become the the stay-at-home mom who has a full-time income. You know? 
all these things, right? So I want you to think about that. That's important. That's important. This likability is really important. And yes, close friends lists, right? I started sharing a lot more like memes and stuff like that because I don't, I don't know. I think some of us are trying to be some dulled down version of ourselves sometimes. And I don't know where that serves us really in the world, if that makes sense. All right. The next thing that I want, oh my gosh, I just looked at the clock. I'm like way over time. Nobody stopped me. Oh my God, you guys. Oh my God. I'm like, I'm like halfway done my training. Oh my God. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. I didn't realize that I looked at the clock and I went, is that right? Oh my God. All right. I'm, I'll hammer through these quickly. Okay. That's right. It's Brian's fault. It's not my fault. Okay. The next thing, if you want to build influence is create scarcity. And I don't mean in like a weird way. I mean, in a way of Um, We are just motivated by scarcity. We fear losing out an opportunity. You want to have more influence? Choose words wisely. Like, go watch my spooky bundle video. I think I sold so many of them, partially because I'm like super limited. You need to DM me now, right? If you ever watch my my Monday night lives, I do the same thing. Like, this is going to sell out. Look, you can see how many blender bottles I have. Up cups are going to go. I only have this many. Let's go. Get your order in now, right? And then on top of that, it's like you need to show people that there will be things that they will miss out on if they don't cooperate with you. So like not an exaggeration. I've done lives before where I say, ooh, I got two strawberry peach left. When they're gone, they're gone. People think I'm joking. Then in the middle of the live, I'll be like, blink, blink. I'm like, oh, they're both gone. All right, no more. Somebody messaged me the other day. She said, hey, your spooky bundle's still there. I said, yeah. She said, well, where's mango tango? Where's blueberry acai? Where's strawberry peach? I said, sold out. She went, what? I said, I told you they're limited. Oh my God. Oh my God. Right? You got to teach people sometimes, right? That, that your time is very valuable. All right. The next thing is, uh, is I think we have to sometimes appeal to reason. Okay. We need to appeal to reason. So Talk about what people want and then show them how to get it, right? So again, we are not actually logical creatures, humans, but we are able to reason. We're able to reason. So if you say, is it financial freedom you want? And then we show them the better way. That's a powerful argument, right? That's a powerful argument that makes people do more, right? So it works even when people you're trying to influence don't feel like doing what you suggest, right? This is why people who vote for people sometimes vote so the other guy doesn't win, right? (laughs) It's not logical, but it appeals to their reasoning, Okay, so I'm not telling you to argue, but I'm saying that if you're looking for short-term action, this can be powerful. This can be powerful. You're showing people, okay, this is what you want. This is how you get it, right? And that's how it works. Next thing that can work for influence is trade. And this is my favorite Zig Ziglar quote that everybody knows You can have everything you want in life if you help enough people get what they want. 
If you can't get through to people through emotions, if you can't get through people through reason, if you can't get through people with being likable, well, you know, I don't know, bribe them. (laughs) Okay? Not like crazy bribery, but like you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Everybody wants to know what's in it for me. So maybe we appeal to other people's self-interests. Now, John Maxwell calls it the law of reciprocity. Maybe you've heard me talk about that before, right? But that's fine. That's generosity, right? That's how this works. So to boost your influence, maybe start accumulating favors. Let me give you an example. Some of you are like, what? How many of you have ever been to Olive Garden? Come on, you pasta lovers. Don't you lie to me, you liars. Five minutes ago, you said you're not keto, and now you've never been to Olive Garden. Man, Hodge Mahal is like, I've never been there a day in my life. Liars. Okay, I'm just kidding. Okay. That made sense to those of you who know Amanda's story. But anyway, like, how many of you have not had, like, the best waiter before at Olive Garden? Maybe her name was Amanda. I don't know. Okay, so. <laughs> okay. So how many of you have had like a bad waiter or waitress, but then they come over to you and they give you those Andy's candies with your bill. Do y'all remember that? I haven't been there in a long time. I don't know why this popped in my head, but I remember you get Andy's candies with your Olive Garden bill. I don't even remember if I got bad service all of a sudden. All of a sudden, I'm so excited for that perfectly proportioned mint and chocolate to hit my taste buds. I'm all I know, all I know is you about to get tipped more, little Mr. and Mrs. Amanda Hodgemahalis waitress, okay? Give me you gave me an extra candy. Say less. Say less. Your tip is is looking really good. Now, I could have taken that dollar and gone to the store and bought a whole container of 25 of them. Yet I'm tipping you an extra $5? That's how this works. That's how this works. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? That's the law of reciprocity. That's why they give you candy. They gave me truffles the other day at dinner with Jenny. I tipped him like 40%. I don't know why. I can't even eat truffles. I got bamboozled. I got bamboozled. Y'all ever feel bamboozled? Oh my God. Because it works. They gave me what I wanted. I mean, I, I just wanted to feel special, okay? Oh, you want to get a photo of this? I see you with your cameras out, you big turds. Like, I'm just telling you. I got bamboozled, okay? But I'm telling you, don't always use this incentive. Like, don't always have a free signal defense or a free mitoplex or a free whatever because then they'll get used to it and they'll wait for a deal they want. Does that make sense? But it's something you can use occasionally, right? It's something you can use occasionally that will work. And then last few, and then I'll let you go because I know I'm way over the hour is encourage consistency. You want to be somebody who has influence. We need to be somebody who shows up all the time. People don't like flip-floppers. They don't like people who say they're going to do something on a Monday and then does something on a Tuesday. There's a reason I've done 75 hard twice, and it's not for my health. I mean, it helped, you know, actually my health, I suppose. But like showing up like that consistently gained a lot of influence because people knew they could trust me. Same reason I do these, these, these Halloween paintings every day when I really don't feel like it, if you can't tell. I do them because it shows people that I'm consistent. It shows people that this is my behavior. This is my behavior. And this is the kind of leader I am. 
Okay. It allows you then to influence more people. Okay. So you will encourage consistency by committing and actually doing things. You'll have better recruits. You will, because you're setting a standard. You're showing people who you are. Okay. So give a and give people a chance to prove their consistency and it'll also help grow your influence. Okay. And then the last thing I wrote down is building consensus because leading by example is not, it is not the main thing in influencing others. It is the only thing. I'm going to say it in a different way. If you want to build a team, then you're not going to play with this three recruits before the end of the month thing. You're going to do it because you understand it's the only way to influence your team to do more. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like you can't tell people to do something you're not willing to do. There is a lot of that going on in this profession, in this company, and even in this team. There just is. And I'm, call, I'm, I'm calling people out on it. I'm not going to use, use you by name. But a lot of people are loving their paychecks. And if I say, when was the last time you hit multiplier? When was the last time you recruited five people in a month? When was the last time you ran an incentive trip? When was the last time you signed an MVP pack? When, have you hit the promo yet? Did you qualify for the MVP bonus? Are you running for double all-star? Oh, oh, but we want to influence others to do it? Hmm. You understand how silly that sounds, right? You don't have influence because you're not doing the things you're telling people to do. You literally don't have influence because you're a fraud. Oh, that hurt, right? I love you. Should I like massage you a little bit? Like here, I'll massage my own arms and then it'll feel like I'm massaging you. Okay, here, here you go. This is your massage. Here, I'll massage my laptop. Here you go. Can you guys feel it? Does it feel good? Come on. We're the leaders. We're the 175 leaders of this team. We're the future of this organization. And you're trying to lead people to do something you won't do on your own? No. Doesn't make sense. Right? Like, I'll use a different example. If you ever go out with friends and maybe you're somebody who like only drinks on occasion, isn't it a little more tempting to drink when everybody else is drinking? Yeah, because you're getting influenced. It's peer pressure. We're building consensus. People are getting influenced, right? Right. Okay, but what if you went out with a bunch of people who are sober? Probably not going to drink, right? Okay, so I want you to think about that because call it what you want. Maybe it's like the herd or flock mentality or whatever, but this is real. This is real. It's like if somebody shows you the way to work, you never question it. You always take that same route to work. When maybe if you you turn left instead of right and get there in faster time, you just never question it. So think of the people who are watching you. They're following you. And they want to be influenced positively by you. Well, then let's make sure we don't necessarily have to be the most talented individuals, but we can't do it alone. So we rely on other people to help us live the lives of our dreams. Let's make sure we are influencing those people by our actions, not just by lip service.